three, two, one, here we go. Hello, you beautiful people out there. This is Roger talking straight into the microphone, reaching your ears. I hope the volume is fine. It's that Beautiful Life podcast, and it's episode 22 on a beautiful Friday morning, because that's when we record. And I say we, uh, all over the ocean and the water, I have my beautiful mate of life, Mr. Cutus Campbell. LP Garden, how are you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm good. It's, um, how many hours apart are we? It's, um, it's 8 a.m. Well, it's 9 a.m. for you. And True. the time for me is 4 a.m. So we're technically, um, actually, well, no, it will be, it's, yeah, it will it's be about five yeah. hours uh, um, apart. So we're five hours yes. apart by, by global time. Um, by airplane, we're probably more than um, maybe 15 hours apart by airplane. If I were to fly to you or you were to fly to me. Uh, something like that. Something like that. Uh, so, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good, though. It's good that our voices can be transcended across the ocean and reach each other. Yep. And embrace very manly, like, mm, you know. Mm, um, so mm. <laughs> Chest hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Indeed. I, I think <laughs> so my friend <laughs> just <Shestag> aside <laughs> how, how has your mm, manly how has your how has your manly week been <laughs> oh it's been very very manly um well i've been told we, you know <laughs> we we usually before the, the episode starts uh, for those of you listening for a while you know this already but we usually tend to just catch up like we'll just chat about some stuff some things that may not be mentioned in the show and some stuff that may depends on what we want to talk about but usually it's sort of like this sort of time where we we just sort of like sort of uh, wet our lips i guess um with chatting with each other yeah. because uh, before you jump into a podcast if you just if we just call each other and we just jumped into a call, yeah, sure, we can do a, a podcast pretty easily. Uh, but I think it's a bit, um, we're a lot more, a lot le- uh, more relaxed when we, we chat before we jump in because then we are yeah. able to sort of just like, you know, just catch up on some things and just get to a point where we're like, yeah. Also, there's a lot of stuff we, we like to share with each other that we don't always share on the show, you know, because there's some things that for us, it's a bit, pers- a bit more personal than others. And um, and even though we do share a lot on the show, there's still some things that we do keep private. Um, not necessary for us, but for our families and friends who may not be as as public or as um, you know with their personal stuff as we are. Um, so more or less, we did a bit of that, and uh, you know, we talked about, for example, like me being back here in Trinidad and sort of catching up with family and all that kind of stuff. And I haven't really gone anywhere since I've been back in Trinidad. I literally haven't really gone anywhere. I've been home. Pretty much since I got back, I've been home. I've literally hmm. only gone to the store. And I went to the Capitol once, the Saturday night after I'd gotten back. And I just went for food with um, with Caden and his family. And then I got back and that was it. I haven't left the house since. I haven't, I haven't been anywhere really since. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting being back in Trinidad. It's really weird though. Like, um, like in a sense, it's like, it's, I feel like I've been here before like I feel I feel familiar like everything feels familiar to me it's, that's not the thing but it's really weird in the sense that um like I feel like like I feel the same in a sense to an extent like in the UK like I feel really comfortable in the UK where I'm situated and everything like that I'm in Redden I feel like yeah Redden's home and all that kind of stuff and I feel here is like yeah here is also home but there's also like certain aspects of it that just doesn't feel the same uh, but also feels familiar it's like this weird jumble up of emotions I guess towards Trinidad um, so it's it's interesting being back I I have to say there are a few differences that I feel from being in Trinidad and from being in um, in the UK one of them is I feel safer in the UK um, that I feel in Trinidad, and which is weird oh. to have to say. I mean, Trinidad's, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but Trinidad's crime rate is not as it should be. It's ridiculous. And, uh, just a, a small example is that last week, actually, 
Um, I heard on the news that there was some some shooting in the capital. Uh, apparently, some criminals were hmm. shooting behind police and running through the capital, and some civilian people got hit from from the shots. And oh. so, yeah, it's not a thing that I want to be hearing about before I actually visit mm. the capital myself. I'm like, yeah, no, no, don't don't hmm. be doing those things. Come on, Trinidadians, you can do better than that. Um, so, yeah, that's not very comforting, I should say. Um, so that's part of, of it, basically, you know, being back here and all that kind of stuff. I have to say that I've gotten accustomed to the temperature now. I'm no longer sweating as much as I was when I got back. Um, so I'm back to feeling, you know, comfortable in Truni weather. And, you know, I've, I've been around. I've been to maybe, you know, as I say, I've been to the store and I've been to the capital at night for food. But, you know, um, just with Caden and his family. And really, that's basically it. I haven't really done much in Trinidad per se. I've, I've, as I mentioned to Raj, I spent some time um, with my chatting with my dad about some stuff, some some really personal stuff. I'm not sure I want to share it right now on the podcast, but Raj knows what I'm talking about. And um, so we did have a, my dad and I had a, like a moment where we, we discussed a couple things, some really serious things that needed to be discussed. You know, sometimes you have those moments where it's like, um, there are things that need to be discussed between between people and um, not just people but also men and yeah we had to have that chat and so we did mm. and it was um, it was a, a really tough chat I would say um, and it got emotional at one point in time and yeah I'll probably share it at some point in the future you guys can wonder about it maybe someone will remind me and I'll, I'll tell the story uh, in the future or whatever have you and uh yeah you know things with my mom and sisters are pretty good uh my i've noticed like my brother and um sisters and sister-in-law and everybody has been like they've been having these really interesting conversations in our family chat because we have a family chat on whatsapp and like i think i i didn't check the chat for like a day or two and i looked at it and it's like 20 missed messages or 50 or something it's like a lot and when I, I'm like thinking, oh, they're talking about something important. They're all discussing the fact that my brother found um, super molds hidden in my niece's drawer, um, her, her clothes drawer, because my sister-in-law hid it there so that he wouldn't find it <laughs> and drink it. And um, so they were all debated about the logistics of hiding hidden molds in my niece's drawer so my brother <laughs> can't take them. So... It's really hilarious. So, Lex, come on, mate. What's the deal, man? Why are you um, trying to, like... Um... And you know what? He was basically saying, right? He's like... Uh, he only... He's the only person he's close with is mom and um, he, and Letty, right? And then he... So, my, my sisters were like, why not Q? What about Q? You know? Because he was debating with my sisters. So, obviously, they were against whatever he was doing. So was, they were like, why not Q? He's like, don't talk to me about that guy. He always picks Bell's side. He's biased. And um, actually, I am. I am very biased. <laughs> Bell's is amazing. I love my sure. brother. But, you know, Bell's is amazing. I always do pick her side indeed. So uh, I haven't responded in the family chat. But Lex, if you listen to this, mate, you're right. When you're right, you're right. I have to give you that. I would have picked Bell's side in that argument. So, yeah, that's the thing. But... <laughs> Anywho, Raj, uh, that's a long catch-up for my week. Yours, how has it been, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, it's, it's okay. I'm just uh, it's, listening to, to yours and reacting a bit. First off, I want to say I can relate to what you were saying uh, regarding coming home. Mm-hmm. And you've been away like six months, mm-hmm. actually far away, and mm-hmm. going to another country, like a bit of another culture mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it, it kind of... Uh, I mean, I just remember me being, I mean, I didn't live abroad, but as you know, I traveled a lot, uh, period of time and, and what that kind of gave me and, and the kind of perspective you get when you get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can refer, I haven't thought about this, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I left my hometown when mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I was 18, mm-hmm. I think, uh, first one year, uh, a bit more north uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to the music studies and then just that year passed quite quickly of course and then I I came in uh, I went down to Stockholm um, and as you know by now I've lived here the rest of my life so far mm-hmm. uh, that was in 87 it's quite you know long time ago mm-hmm. and I mean I've been regularly coming back to my hometown now and then recently, of course, due to, you know, my father passed away and, and funeral and stuff like that. And every year, I mean, it's interesting, like the first 
two years, you know, when when I came back, then it was still like, you know, yeah, I I recognize this, and oh, look at that, that's actually a person I can talk to. I I kind of know him. At least we were in school together. <laughs> But as time passes by, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that that changes too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you come back, maybe a year has passed, or sometimes even even one and a half, or, or almost two years, mm-hmm. and. Things has changed. Oh, they they've taken away that bill. Oh my God! I went in school and that building is not there anymore. And oh, mm-hmm. look at your supermarket. Okay, and so you you kind of get more distance in between yourself and and the kind of, of course, the childhood you have because you mm-hmm. get like older. But I'm mainly referring to to your experience a bit as well, emotional uh, wise, when it comes to. Because it's not so much maybe training in a way that has changed. It's more like you, and yeah. and that, that goes for me as well. When I went back, you know, over the years, or have been going back to my hometown, mm-hmm. uh, I, it has changed. But mainly, it's me that has changed, living my life uh, at a different place. So sometimes you don't even have to go that far, mm-hmm. like um, uh, on the map, <laughs> mm-hmm. so to speak, having a huge distance in between yourself and that place. It's more like the evolution happening, doing that, and what happens to you when when you're growing into a new kind of life and and you change your perspective of things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, and, yeah, and your hometown is is Skellefteå, right? Isn't it Skellefteå? How do you say? Yeah. Um. Uh, well, you, you actually add a well. If you 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 pronounce it almost as it's like uh, written, it's yeah. like an S K S K E L L E F T E N and A with a dot, which yeah. is. Or, or. Yeah, so, or. but we say we we make a sh sound. So the the s and the k in this case goes sh sh. So it's shelefto. Shelefto. Ah, perfect. Oh, that was good. close. That was, was close. really good. That was very close. Um, yeah. So yeah, Beautiful. I mean, I remember stuff. <laughs> yeah, you remembered stuff. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because I knew I, I knew we smelled um, some stuff. Because that was one of the things that we did um, when we um, when I visited you was um, you were teaching me about how the the letters in Sweden um, work. You know, with the um, exactly with the, the sort of like the extra additions on the top of them and so forth um, compared to exactly. like um, like English and stuff like that. And and that's one of the things that I I really want to also. That's one of the things that I want to do this year. Um, a bit is also learn a bit more, like focus a bit more on, on learning languages and um, mm. improving my um, my ability to speak other languages. You know, um, as I've mentioned yeah. before, I think I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts that um, that my girlfriend is um, is Polish, and um, and she so she speaks Polish. And the thing is, is that I've been wanting to learn some Polish and speak some more Polish and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And she's been like, "Hey, Polish is such a hard language, Q. It's so difficult. You should probably not try to learn it. Maybe learn another <laughs> language." Um, but yeah, I've still been learning a couple of things in Polish and stuff like that. I think it would be nice, you know, maybe I could secretly learn some more Polish, and then yes. one day she'll be having a conversation with someone in Polish, and I'll be sitting there. Just marveling as listening into on the conversation, and then halfway through, I'll just butt in and say something like, "Hmm, that does make sense," but in Polish, you know. And um, <laughs> and then she, her jaw would drop. It'd be like, "Oh my God, Q, what have you done? You are so amazing!" And then of course I'll stand there with a cape, and the wind will be blowing and all that, you know. Super Q. Um, so yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so. I have been um, looking forward to learning new languages and stuff. So it's nice that um, <clears throat> that you always teach me something new when it comes to Sweden. But yeah, do you continue about your week though? So what you know, else have you yeah, been up yeah, to? I- Exactly. No, it's it's been. I I just see myself uh, reading the show notes. <laughs> it says normal week, and it's been very normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been quite, to be honest, it's been quite a nice week. And when I say say that, I'm mainly referring to the work out at Orlando. It's mm-hmm. it's like off season a bit now after Christmas and New Year's Eve. So it's much it's much slower, mm-hmm. um, which I think is is great. Uh, you know, you you can like relax a bit. But it's um it's the devil in disguise because next <laughs> month <laughs> next Ooh. month month the rebranding is taking place mm-hmm. and I am as you know in charge of this um, uniform clothing storage room and I, I have to do a lot of things with that mm-hmm. just on Monday I've, I gotta actually more or less uh, there's gonna be two guys coming with the 
truck and they're going to take away i think most of the boxes in there because they have to uh, they have to um uh change the uh, uh the logo on all the clothes mm-hmm. so that's going to happen I, i i put away like uh, 25% or 30% in october but now now's the rest mm. so it's going to be a big big thing but No, it's been quite a normal week, and we haven't been rehearsing with with the Hard Rock Band because I I told Q in the pre-talk that we are focusing on finishing the recordings that we have been doing. Mm-hmm. So I was just reading a note from the keyboard player uh, Janne, uh, which is kind of holding that, like being in charge of that part for now, mm-hmm. uh, and he was recording with the. With our guitar player yesterday, uh, so he's doing overdubs on on the re- already existing material. So it's good. We're we're moving ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been good. Um, I've been uh, having a. And I just told Q here it's still like quite warm mm-hmm. for for the period of of time being winter in Sweden. So we've had like mainly it's been around like daytime uh five to eight degrees like plus degrees which is you know usually uh, at least what i'm used to mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on the other side of the uh, other side of things like minus but not now not that much so we'll see we'll see if the snow will come or if uh winter is not coming this year <laughs> <laughs> winter is like summer suckers yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Ha ha! Fooled you all. Yeah. Fooled you all. I told so you. We'll told I was yeah. coming. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it's yeah. it's actually been from when when I've spoken. Um, I've I've spoken to family in the UK. I've actually heard that it's actually getting colder there right now, and it's actually frosty. So I've been seeing temperatures. Yeah. Uh, I've been looking at the app as well. It's like minus degrees on some days and stuff like that. So it's actually been getting colder. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do have another question, though. Um, how yeah. is Only and the boys? Like, how are they? I mean, I, we, I haven't spoken to them since I left Sweden. And oh, um, that's true. Yeah. You know, so how are they? How's everyone? Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Uh, if we start with Agent Adam, <laughs> he he still have one month uh, on the contract when it comes to the secondhand apartment that is rented, mm-hmm. so he can still stay there. We actually, well, I, then I can tell you regarding the week. During the weekend, we, uh, me and Annalie, went with the car to his place and picked up one of the beds. And I say one of the beds, meaning actually his bed. He had his bed. I mean, you were there, right? Yeah, the bed in the in the, in the middle of the living room that was just um, there where his, yeah. his, um, his chair was, basically. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So we took that back to here. Uh-huh. So, like, one one round of driving with stuff has already been done when he's about to leave in in a month. So, yeah, we did that. But, but he's fine. Uh, he's fine. He... I mean, they're working hard uh, at Experiment 101, uh, moving forward all the time with the game. And uh, yeah, I still don't know. I mean, I, they they haven't told me the date. I don't know when it's going to be released, but that's a, that's that. Uh, Isaac is doing the same. I mean, he they work, as you know by now, uh, and you guys out there are working at the same studio. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I think they're doing well. Uh, they, they keep the routines. I know that Adam has started to, uh, since they couldn't keep the... Schedule when it comes to his kickboxing classes, he went to um, to uh, join some other classes, some Thai boxing. Wow! Uh, with yeah, yeah, he, he's doing that. He's so uh, cool, man! Like with, you know what? For yeah, those yeah. of you who have not met Adam yet, I mean, we talk about Adam so many times in the podcast, but he is really cool. Like the dude is like is like super cool. I, like this is me not even like kidding. Like I'm I'm totally serious when I say like the, like the first time you walk into his, like his presence, you know. The way he dresses, he dresses cool. Like he, he dresses. Yeah. In a way, he reminds me of Lex. Like Lex dresses really cool. Like whenever you see my brother, he looks like he's always like very particular about what he wears and how he wears it, and everything fits him mm. perfectly. And I, I've noticed it's the same with Adam. Like he just basically like yeah. what he wears fits him perfectly, and he's he's just super cool looking. You know, even his his apartment yeah. it was like you know he had this huge screen, and you know he had the the sound system and everything. It was just really cool and this the, the um witcher sword and everything it was just a really cool um sort of environment to be in you know uh and this is true he gets it from you mate because i mean you're super cool as well so it's like <laughs> it, it, it runs in the family it's like a it's like a um a family trait basically to be super cool you know so <laughs> pretty much you know, one of the perks <laughs> just pat yourself yeah. on the shoulder and be like you're dead good mm. 
<laughs> well, nice to hear that. Well, no, I I can agree with you actually, to be honest. And uh, no, so they're they're doing good. I, I mean, they they keep uh, uh, keep up their workout schedule. I'm happy to see that as well. I've kind of mm-hmm. created or or given them something that they can like. Um, you know, use for themselves and, and some good habits, if you want to call it like that. So I'm happy to see that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Annel is fine. She's mm-hmm. fine, definitely. There, there are some minor, like, problems at work. I think it has mainly to do with, uh, they need more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, we see how, how that will be, um, fixed or not. But, uh, other than that, I mean, she's singing these, like, two choirs and, and having a good time with that. So I'm happy. Uh, that she, I mean, it's a, a few years ago that she went back doing that, and mm-hmm. and uh, I was happy that she did mm-hmm. because uh, that's a part of her life as well. I mean, mm-hmm. the music and everything. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it, it's good. I, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to. Um, I just the other day I started to. I, I've told you guys that I, I thought about selling my motorbike, and I might do that. I mm-hmm. might do that. I thought I would have done that two years ago, <laughs> but but now mm-hmm. when I start to think about spring, I'm so looking forward to ride my bike. <laughs> you know, it you just know came to me the, the other day. There's one of these things that I've been thinking about. Actually, you could possibly sell the motorbike and still be able to experience motorbike riding. It may not have the same full effect, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been looking at like electric bikes. There's some electric bikes that are like they've been building them really similar to motorcycles. Um, so I believe the price would be less than a motorcycle, but it would be more economic and more eco-friendly because it's um it's electric cool. basically. So I've actually been seeing yeah. a lot of those um online, you know, on on YouTube and stuff like that, where they yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Are uh. developing electric bikes that are very similar to motorcycles and stuff like that. And I, I mean, I want an electric bike, uh, not a motorcycle-shaped one, but an actual bicycle-shaped one. I want one of those. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I'm gonna try to see if I can get one of those this year. Fingers cool. crossed. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I could go. Sign Cycling and all that. I, I have to say that's one of the things that I miss about the UK a lot is cycling because I used to cycle pretty much almost every day while I was there, and now yeah. I'm not doing yeah. that anymore. I'm not cycling pretty much every day, and it sucks. Mm. It sucks yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, I miss my bike. I miss cycling, and other than that, even though I could technically cycle in Trinidad, I probably wouldn't. I don't feel as safe cycling in Trinidad because, like in the UK, I was like at. I would cycle around the area where I lived. I would not cycle in this area where I live here in Trinidad. It's it's not as um, really? it's not as friendly oh. as it used to be when I was younger. Because um, like if I cy- I can cycle around exactly where I live, like not too far from where I live, and I'll be fine. But maybe if I cycled all the way to the other end of the of this um this sort of like town or whatever have you, uh, I may get into trouble. You know, someone may see me and be like, hey. Who are you? What are you doing here? And then maybe they may try to attack me or something. I don't know. People here are really um, on edge. And they don't really feel comfortable when they see strangers around. And so... Hmm. And it has to do with, with how the, the crime rate and stuff in, this, in Trinidad has gotten to the point where people are skeptical of everyone that they don't know. Um, oh, okay. So hmm. they don't recognize you. They, they're ready to, like, fight. Um, and it's it's hard. It's really hard. It sucks that mm. it's that way because when I was younger, oh my god, this was a great area to cycle around. Now it's it's yeah. not so much, and um, it sucks. It sucks that it's no longer a possibility for me to be able to do that anymore. Um, True. But uh, mm. anyway, on a brighter note, um, you know, a, a really really brighter note and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, how has um, how's your gaming been going? You've been playing some. You've been playing something that I'm not a big fan of, but uh, you are. So uh, tell me about it. How has it been going? <laughs> yeah, are you referring to Dead Rising Three? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm not a, like a huge fan of this series. That I can't mm-hmm. say. But I have played at least. I think I played the second. Right. <laughs> I kind of mix things up because they're mm-hmm. a bit similar, right? Mm-hmm. But for those of you that might. N- not no, I mean Dead Rising Three is a, is a, like a zombie slayer game, and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about one or t- three zombies in a room. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're playing Resident Evil and you meet beat the small horde, or maybe four or five zombies. We're talking hundreds of zombies, and you have to make your way through the horde. Um, it, it's it's uh, interesting to say that I I do think that they have the good thing is just getting into the game only like two hours uh, because I'm streaming this playing co-op mm-hmm. with uh, with Isaac talking mm-hmm. about my sons my youngest son and uh, that's fun mm-hmm. but they have been you know it, it's been go- moving forward and it's great I mean still you can find a lot of different 
guns or weapons. And what I like in the game is the kind of survival thing that sometimes you don't have a gun in your hand and you can just pick up a, like a, something, like a pipe on the street or something to hit the zombies, you know. <laughs> so it, in that sense, it, it makes like, uh, it gives a bit of a, uh, I almost say, <laughs> Authentic kind of situation, uh, but but it's 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 okay. I mean, the storyline is is never like the the big thing in these games. Mm-hmm. It's mainly about uh, you know grinding through the the story in a way, also meaning also getting better abilities and and being able to combine items is of course fun in this game. There's a lot of like a glimpse in the eye. From the developers in this game, I mean, for right now, I, I combined like a, an umbrella and a shiny dragon mask, and I got this ability to dash forward with this mask and hit the zombies <laughs> like a. Well, it was really uh, it looks weird. <laughs> so those kind of things are neat in the game. Um, no, I mean it's it's casual uh, entertainment gaming. I yeah. don't know. To, how to describe it that's what it is don't think about a deep kind of story experience or a, a playthrough that it's like oh this was really this is more what you do it uh, this it's just more lo- what 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 you do and how you experience that is is the kind of thing with a game like this uh it's there for you it's like a a, a bit of open world experience with a lot of uh, zombies it was a cool scene when i came through uh, the beginning of the game when I was like running through, there was a plane crashing and, uh, I had actually to go through the wreckage of that plane in order to move on and to get to other survivors, you might say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I came through the plane, it was a bit, uh, like upwards. So I had to like walk up and then I came down on a car and there was this, the, the kind of scenery because there was like hundreds of zombies below mm-hmm. me and that was really cool. So I had to, uh, well, make my my way through by mainly jumping on the cars and and on the the, the, the uh, like um, roofs of the cars. That was nice. And talking about before I I leave this game and leave the uh, to talk to you, I just want to say that I saw talking about zombie games. First of all, we've been talking about other games such as. Well, Dying Light is one thing, and the new Dying Light coming up, but it's still, you know, delayed. There's a lot mm-hmm. of titles being delayed this year. Um, but I was, I, I didn't know about this, but I saw there's a, a new, like, Walking Dead, uh, the Walking Dead game coming up. I think it's actually, what date is it? It was yesterday. I think it was released yesterday. Really? It's, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a VR game, and it actually looked good. I got some good re- like first impressions mm-hmm. I've just been reading about it um, <clears throat> I'm just going to see what, what it Is was it some, Saints yeah, the, the name was like Saints or mm-hmm, something uh, d- uh, let me see mm-hmm. let's see I'm I have to do the this Walking Dead VR Saints and Sinners Exactly, there you go. That's it. So that came out yesterday, I, I, I think, and yeah, it looked, it looked pretty cool, to be honest. It has positive, it has very positive reviews so far on Steam, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, very positive, came out January the 23rd, and uh, visually it looks gorgeous. It looks, yes. it, it looks um, very much like what you'd expect um, The Walking Dead should look like. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm. I, I look forward to seeing what you you have to say about it. It's it's um the price is um fourteen. It, it's forty dollars US. I'm seeing the, the US price for it right now for the standard edition, and mm-hmm. then there's a like a limited special edition one called the tourist edition for fifty. Um. So yeah, it's pretty pricey. Um, for yeah, it is. It's game. pretty I'm, pricey. I'm kind of wondering, like, how long is it? Because if it's that price, it better be long, a very long, engrossing experience. You know? Yeah. What I've heard, what what I read, sorry, yesterday was that because that that kind of was my question too, because I played as you know many VR titles, but most of them most of them are short and more like a arcadeish experience, you know. Mm-hmm. But from what I could read, they have put time. They, there is like a there's a like more normal kind of experience having a storyline and it should should be longer so mm-hmm. uh, what that means i i don't know how many hours or or but it it's definitely has some kind of uh, well built like story going on uh, from what i can see you are in in um, new orleans mm-hmm. and it's like a flooded you work away or scavenge through, through the flooded ruins mm-hmm. so uh, 
Yeah, but it, as you say, it looks really good. It so does. I, I got like interested. Yeah, it does. It, it does say that it's VR only, though. So that is something that's got me a bit, yes, um, a bit bummed out because you know some VR games you can play them with controllers, so uh, maybe you can experience it if the story is good enough or whatever have you. If you don't have a whole um, VR kit. Mm. But no, this is VR only. So you need the the Valve Index or the HTC Vive or Oculus Rift or Windows uh, Mixed Reality to actually be able to to use this with uh, motion tracking controllers, basically. And um, yeah, you can play either seated or standing, according to what they have here on their website. Yeah. Um, the developer is um, Skydance in. Um, in Interactive, the developer and the publisher, so it's self-published by the mm. developer. You do need um, some really good specs to run this. So you're looking at least a Ryzen five processor and at least a 1060. Um, but I would say with VR, you want to go even higher than that. You want something like a 1070 or a Vega processor mm. um, graphics card or something, and at least a, um, a Ryzen mm. seven chipset to even run this thing properly, or one of the new Ryzen five chipsets to even be able to like capitalize on on what this thing would actually be asking for. So, yeah, it looks um, looks interesting. As I say, I'm looking forward to what you have to say when you when you do try it out yourself at some point, probably. And um, do you have a copy of it? No, I don't. Okay, we can talk about it later. Um, other than yeah, that, I uh, think I, I was thinking about that as well. To be honest, <laughs> it could be something maybe to review or whatever. Exactly. Uh, as for me, I've been <laughs> I've been playing something uh, else, something a, a bit different, which is uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for the Ooh. the PC. Um, I got I got it for the PC and the PlayStation Four from Bandai Namco. So thank you to my contacts over at Bandai Namco for sending over copies of it. The game is developed by Cyber Connect Two, which are the developers who made the Naruto Storm games, and it's published by Bandai Namco Entertainment. So it's uh, an RPG, an, uh, a sort of open world um, Dragon Ball RPG, basically, where you play the story of Goku and his, you know, and basically the entire Dragon Ball story all the way up to the Boo Saga. So anyone who's watched Dragon Ball Z as a series, you play all the way up to the Boo Saga. Now, the game is... It comes with, with three versions of the game. There's a standard edition, which is um, $60. Um, there is the deluxe edition, which is $85. Um, $85. And then there's the ultimate edition, which is uh, $95, um, which is... Re- that's a really expensive edition. Um, the <laughs> digital deluxe edition, which is the, the one that's about... Uh, let me see, that's 85 that one comes with... It includes some cooking items and stuff that you need for the game. That's not very important right now. But you do get the season pass. So you get season pass and two added original episodes and a new story. And for the Ultimate Edition, you get the season pass. You do also get a complete music um, for the songs, the song track for it and everything like that. I wouldn't get this one. I would not get the Ultimate Edition just for music. Because mm. for that addition, just for the music... Uh, I think that's a bit too pricey. Um, yeah, it, they also they, it's also adding like a, I believe it's a mood. It's called um, Tao Pai Pai Pillar. I'm assuming it's like a mm. like a battle mode where you just sort of battle a bunch of characters and try to see how you can get. That's what I'm assuming based on what it's listed as. Um, but I don't know for sure. But I would not pay that for mm. the music in Dragon Ball. The reason being is that. Uh, Dragon Ball has been out for years, and even though I'm sure they've done some remixes and stuff like that for this new game, you could basically get most of the music on Spotify or something, and it yeah. would probably cost you less, you know, uh, or you could probably buy it on iTunes or wherever you, you purchase your music subscription, basically, you could listen to this. So I, I don't think it's worth paying an extra, how much is that, like an extra, is it like 10 Dollars, yeah, I think it's an extra ten dollars mm. from the digital locks, and I wouldn't even buy the digital locks um, with the season pass. What I would say, anyone who's interested in this game, wait, wait until it's on. Like, buy the game. I would say, don't wait for the game. Buy the game at sixty dollars. It's really good. It is really, really good. Pay for the game at sixty dollars. Wait for, till it goes on sale to buy the the season pass. Don't buy the season pass at standard price. The season pass is um is right now twenty four ninety nine. And um, the reason why I would say wait for the season pass is that we don't know what's going to be in the season pass. So I would say wait to see what's in it first to then decide if it's worth the price. And then also by that point in time, it may actually be on sale. So that's one of the things. As for the game, it, it comes with English voice acting and you do also get the Japanese voice acting. As for the rest of other languages, um, that's just subtitles. So you can get subtitles for French, Italian, German, Spanish, Arabic, um, 
Korean, Polish, Portuguese, Russian, simplified Chinese, simplified Latin Amer- um, Spanish, Latin American, um, traditional Chinese, and Thai. Um, those are the languages that are available in the game. So if you speak any of those languages, then you can sub it. If you're not, um, if you don't understand English that well, performance-wise, it does mm. run really well with like a. Um, I'm running with a 1060 and a Ryzen 3 processor on my PC. On the PlayStation, it's pretty pretty good on the PlayStation 4 Pro, so it, it runs pretty well on that. But for my setup, it runs really well on my PC. I get 30 frames per second, and I believe if I change the processor, I'd get way more. Because um, I get up 30 and above 30 sometimes, it goes up a little bit above 30 sometimes. Also, the fact that my display also doesn't... Um, I'm not using like the displays I had when I was back in the UK. My, my dis- I left those back in the UK, so I'm just using standard... Um, you know LCD monitors that are just sitting on my desk mm. here, and um, the game actually it runs pretty okay. It runs pretty good, as I say. 30 frames per second isn't that bad. I would prefer 60, but uh, I'll live with with 30 for now until I get back to the UK and maybe upgrade yeah. my my system and get some some better components and stuff. As a game, as a Dragon Ball game, it's a great game. As I said, it plays. It's it's not a fighting game. It looks like a fighting game, but it's not. It's a story based game. Um, the fighting mechanics for the game, the combat is very simple. It looks flamboyant and it looks like maybe you have to enter a bunch of stuff. It isn't. You just press circle, circle, circle and you attack. Um, triangle gives you like some special move, um, like your key blast and stuff like that. You have square and X to dodge. And you basically just mix those up with like modifiers with L and R and stuff like that. And you, that's how the combat works. So it's pretty simple, pretty flamboyant, pretty dazzling to look at. It looks really, um, like the anime. It's gorgeous. And the game itself has a good length. It like you have a lot of content to get through, and there's a lot of like side story stuff and extra content, and you know, fan service for the fans and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I would say for fans of Dragon Ball or just fans of of RPGs of really good RPGs, I would say pick this up. It is a it is a I would mm. say right now for this year 2020, it is the must get for the beginning of the year. Get Dragon Ball um, Z Kakarot. It is it is an amazing game. Um, as I say, get it at the $60 price tag if you can, and get the the, um, the season pass later at a reduced price if you can, potentially, because that's what I'm going to do. I didn't get the season pass. For some reason, Bandai Namco didn't think, you know what, give your boy a season pass. They were like, no, they'll just give you the, they give me the base game, which I'm still thankful. Thanks for the game, Bandai Namco. But, you know, I could have used the season pass too, you know. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'm going to have to buy the season pass like everyone else. Um, so... Hmm. Yeah, it sucks, man. You know, I'm just out here. <laughs> Living the sea. I mean, Roger and I were talking about this, about Dead by Daylight's developers. They gave us, like, all the DLC in the game. Shout out to yeah. those guys. Yes. Enough yep. respect. Mm-hmm. Did you, is, is, what's the name again? Um, it was Starbreeze, wasn't it, at the time? And now it's um, Digital something. Ex- exactly. It's true. Uh, th- what's their name? Uh, this, you should know this, Rog. They're Swedish. Yeah, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that not knowing mm. the Swedish developers, man. Um, they, uh, I, I mean, Starbase, I know, but they are not there anymore. Oh, Behavior Digital—that's the developer. Behavior Digital—they're the yeah. ones that have that have the license right now. So Behavior Digital and Starbase. Starbase were the ones who sent us the um, the season pass for it and everything like that. And um, yeah, we've been able to, to keep up with Dead by Daylight since, and it's it's been one of our um, our core stream games, like one of the games that we always go back to for streaming and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, there's that. Um, moving on from Vijima Games, uh, I've also been watching an anime called Fire Force on um, on Crunchyroll. It's um it's also on Netflix I think as well so it's on Crunchyroll on Netflix mm. it's uh, a couple other places depending on your your region uh, it has twenty four episodes so far I haven't watched some anime like this in a, in a quite a bit but it's really good I think I'm like about eighteen episodes in so I'm almost done with the, with the first and second season and I think for you Rod you would love the soundtrack for the intro for the second season because it's like some serious oh. metal. It's really cool. I'll have to send mm, it to you after. Oops. It sounds really, really cool. Um, cool. So, yeah, basically, they've got... It's a great show about these... Um, basically, it's like, what if the world just combusted into this massive flame and every um, island, every you know landmass in the world just burned? And the only place that mm. didn't burn is Japan because they had some technology to prevent them from from you know from Japan burning basically. But they're not like they haven't stopped it. They're just sort of like holding it back. So eventually, at some point, it, it's like engulfing Japan basically slowly. And every now and then, people um, mm. burst into flames. 
you know, people just randomly burst into frames and they start burning, but they're alive still. So it's like they're, they're burning dead. So they walk around and they attack other people and stuff like burning zombies. And no one knows who's going to turn next. It's not like with zombies where a zombie has to bite you or something. You just randomly turn. And they've started finding out that there are some people in Japan right now uh, who are actually just turning people into into those, um, those flaming um, things. Just, you know, out of something like they figured out a way to turn people into like into flames and you have mm. these characters basically what they've done is that the firefighters there's this this division called the fire force and they're like firefighters that fight the the monsters the zombies and so they basically all have powers and stuff because some people have uh, the ability to control fire and stuff so they fight the fire and they, they say a prayer and then put the person to rest, you know, after they turn to flames. <laughs> and it's it's pretty cool. I want to say it's a pretty cool series. It's rated a 7.79 on Anime's Life. And I would actually give it about about that. I'd actually give it an 8. I'd give it an 8 oh. out of 10. Um, it's, it's, it's a good watch. I would say it's, it's really interesting. Um, I've been trying to watch other anime for a while and I couldn't get into a lot of them. And this one, I mean, I'm 18 episodes in and that should just tell you how good it is. So... I highly recommend <laughs> it. I think it's a good watch. And um, yeah, Raj, what about you? You've been watching nice. two things this week, actually. So well, well, well. <laughs> it, it's it's quite it, <laughs> it's quite often like that. It's mainly a a series, mm-hmm. and then g- getting the opportunity towards the end of the week, usually Friday evening or Saturday evening, watching a movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. Uh, as you know, I mean, Isaac, my youngest son, he's very much into, to like horror movies and also checking out the older kind of horror movies. Uh, mm-hmm. he had one summer when he was 15, he did all that, I think. Uh, <laughs> and I, I like a good horror movie too. So whatever, we have been checking out, uh, a classic in many ways, which is, uh, Nosferatu, mm-hmm. the vampire. Mm-hmm. And it has to be said that this is, uh, the version from 1979 made by w- Werner Herzog. Mm-hmm. And I will come back to him just in a second mm-hmm. uh, for, for many reasons but uh, there's also a version actually from 1922 that's mm-hmm. you could call it the original movie it has to be the first vampire movie ever mm-hmm. um, well, well once again of course I mean Count Dragula is um, in focus here mm-hmm. uh, moves from Transylvania to Wismar in Germany and spreading the black plague ac- across the land mm-hmm. And of course, only a woman pure of heart can bring an end to this reign of horror. Now, it's, it's kind of interesting to see. I mean, again, Werner Herzog, for those of you that not knows, he's uh, quite like f- a famous guy and, and, and a name, especially in the, the like art movie mm-hmm. uh, section or, or more serious like uh, movies. Uh, he was born in, in, in Munich, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he, he moved to the, the, the US and uh, he was like a, uh, kind of pioneer when it comes to new German kind of style of movies, but then again made like this international career. Mm-hmm. And I have known the name and, and, and his kind of voice when it comes to movies for quite some time. He, he um, has been doing a lot of uh, these movies around like odd personalities, mostly men with mm-hmm. like these great visions, both when it comes to documentaries and like ordinary movies. So, and he's also used, uh, an actor that's, that's named Klaus Kinski mm-hmm. and, uh, in many, uh, um, movies. And he also has to, he's playing Dracula, uh, mm-hmm. or Nosferatu here in, in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like the way he, I like the way he's telling the story mm-hmm. and uh, the way this is portrayed and, and filmed. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I don't know how to put words to it, to be honest, but it's, uh, it's a bit different mm-hmm. if I put it like that. I'm not sure how close or, or true he is to the, like, original, uh, when it comes to, um, uh, the first Nosferatu movie, or, or uh, but but I can see definitely the the, the, the like a bit of the storyline from the Bram Stoker's uh, original book and everything. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, it's cool. It has a seven point five on IMDb, and I think that's that's great. The mm-hmm. original title is Nosferatu Phantom der Nacht mm-hmm. of Deutsch, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's a cool thing. Uh, it was again released in nineteen seventy nine, so you can definitely see that it's a, an older. Movie. It's an older film. So we have been watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, go. No, I just yeah. said it's an older film. And the, the director, um, as you mentioned before, um, 
But no, he's he's still making movies. He's still directing uh, um, to this day. Yeah. He has he has two movies. He has a documentary coming out soon, and he has a, a TV movie coming out um, as well called mm. um, Fordlandia. Fordlandia. And he had so yeah. he had two movies from last year as well. One was a documentary, and the other one well it just doesn't see if it's a movie or not. It's just family romance. So um, mm. yeah, I mean, if you if you like Nosferatu after checking it out, um, maybe you might want to check out more stuff from him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he has a, like a personal touch of of, of doing his stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, more uh, mainstream is the. Uh, sci-fi series called The Expanse mm-hmm. that I have been continuing to watch mm-hmm. and I have talked about this series way back I think uh, it's been going on for some time I'm not sure which season this is is it four three four five <laughs> I have no clue uh, I can see that there's like five seasons I think mm-hmm. um, uh, and again it's it's. I think it's a good sci-fi series I like it now uh, after a few seasons you definitely get into well, the story is one thing, but I'm mainly thinking also about the characters. But I think, because I think a good series usually um, do that to you. You know, you get drawn into their, like, uh, personalities and their lives uh, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's still this, like, police detective in the asteroid belt, the first officer of an interplanetary ice freighter and an earthbound United Nations executive slowly discovered this vast conspiracy that threatens the Earth, Earth rebellious colony on the asteroid belt. So there's a lot of collisions there between the people being almost born in space uh, working on the asteroid belt called, bel- called belters and also earthbound people and also people that had has colon uh, has colonies on Mars, so it's, it's yeah, it's um, it's interesting, and uh, it's a, has an I, I 8.5, mm-hmm. 8.5 on IMDb, and I think that's that's definitely correct mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. my book. So if you haven't checked it out and you want to check another like TV series, uh, like uh, drama mystery sci-fi series, then that, this might be something for you. It was made in or started to be recorded in two thousand fifteen. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. then, and if you go to the IMDb page, there's some fan service in there as well. The, um, you know, the scientific kind. Um, so you know, <laughs> if you if you're into that kind of stuff, as you know, some of us may be, you know, um, you may actually Maybe. like some some scientific reasons to actually be interested in the show. I mean, for me, I started it Indeed. and I I couldn't like it, it. It doesn't start very strong, I guess, is the best way to put it. And I couldn't continue, yeah. but you, you know, everyone keeps like you're not the only person who's been telling me Q it, it gets better. And um, I have other friends who've been like, man, just like hang in there a bit longer, hang in a season or so or whatever. Yeah, and I would say picks so. Up. So I may actually pick it back up again because I I don't actually have a series that I'm watching at the moment, and um, mm-hmm. it it'll be nice to, to start watching something again, kind of like how I was, you know, watching like when we were watching Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead and all those sort of stuff. Exactly. Uh, you know, um, it would be nice to hop on a series that I can actually binge a bit um, so who knows maybe I will after I'm finished with Fire Force maybe I may consider returning to this I may want to rewatch the, a couple of the episodes of the because it's been a while since last I watched it but uh, you never know I may return I may actually return to the, the Expanse because um, it keeps popping up cool. in conversation with people that I know who like um, movies and TV series and yeah. that kind of good stuff <laughs> um, that being said uh, there's <clears> a <throat> thing that we used to do right about now what's that thing called Raj? It's called Shout Out for Your Channel. Ah. Shout Out for Your Channel today is one of ours, and uh, it's one of a, a bit of an unorthodox channel. Um, but Roger's going to tell you all about <laughs> it. It's called Simply Adult. What can you tell us about Simply Adult, Roger? This is the official Pornhub oops, account for the Button Smashers. We'll be using it to publish coverage of games, anime, webtoons, and manga that we would not get away with on other platforms yeah so before i did actually make a point of account for the button smashes it was called edgycast but um that's kind of like a placeholder name it's now officially um simply adult and the idea is that it's going to be the account where we can publish our reviews of adult um games and and content that we cover so for example a lot of the webtoons that we get from um from companies are adult you know they they have an 18 plus rating on them and it's the same for some of the manga that we get and some of the games that we get, you know, one of the games that we got uh, that I, I did talk about on the podcast before, which was Ledger Street Larry, that is an 18 plus rated game. If I were to review that mm. game and put it on, on YouTube, it wouldn't get uh, monetized. I would make nothing from it. 
um, yeah. and which would just be a waste of time. So uh, the decision was made to make a, a, an account on Pornhub because Pornhub allows you to monetize videos, and you can put content like that on Pornhub. And so the idea is to put it there where it's okay and it's safe to put it on there. And uh, people can watch it, you know, because Pornhub is not a place for kids. It's for 18 years and older. So anyone who's looking yeah. for adult games, adult anime, adult um, webtoons and manga reviews for content, um, please go over and subscribe. We only have one video up right now, but we will be adding new videos soon. We're kind of like working out some kinks with some stuff on there. But once it's all done, you should see more videos popping up on there pretty, pretty soon. So keep that in mind. You may want to check it out and uh, we will... You know, we'll have more for you guys soon. So, with that, Rudd, how about we say goodbye to the listeners? Yes, it's time to start the work for um, for Friday. Mm-hmm. At least for me, and I guess it's the same for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks a lot for listening in. That's beautiful. Uh, if you're new, consider to stay for a longer period of time, meaning next episode coming up in a week from now, probably. And, uh, yeah, uh, you have the tips right here. This is what we do. We talk mm-hmm. about life in general, what we have been doing, what we think, what we like, what we don't like. And uh, we also would like to hear from you if that's something you would like to do. Now, games is on our top list, so we have a few tips for you guys. Uh, sometimes it's an old game that comes back in our hands when we're playing. Uh, we've mentioned, for example, Dead uh, Rising in my my hands uh, on, on PC, but also we are, have been playing Dead by Daylight, as Q mentioned, coming back to that game. Mm-hmm. Now, we have some telly as well, some movies that can be of interest. Uh, we are mainly into... I think that's good. We have a kind of good split when it comes to both the like comedy movies or uh, heartbreaking movies, uh, some love, some passion, but also some horror and some action <laughs> going on. So I think <laughs> you can find something that might suit your suit your life and your suitcase. Uh-huh. So with that said, people, uh-huh, it's a suitcase. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful week. Until next time, Muffin and out. <laughs> Beautiful as always. So, thank you very much for watching, or sorry, listening to this episode of That Beautiful Life. Uh, many beautiful people like you, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, and, oh, before I do that, before we do the, the, that full thing, you can find me at LP Guardian pretty much everywhere. That's LPGRDIN. And you can find Roger pretty much everywhere at 40 Splish Splash. That's the number 40 with a splish, S P L A S H, S P L A S H. And um, Roger streams on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and no, is it Tuesday? Have you switched back to Wednesdays? Is it true? So yeah, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and and um, and Sundays. So you can hop over on his streams on Twitch and um, enjoy the rudgery time. So with that, now I can say goodbye to you guys. Uh, so as always, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out on any of the episodes of That Beautiful Life. Many people would like you to subscribe to this podcast on Castbox, Acast, iTunes, TheButtonSmashers.com, and elsewhere. And with the confident they're going to like it, that we're giving it away for free. So as always, guys, this has been queued. Feel pleasure.